Friends and fiends, welcome to Bugs Need Heroes, a podcast illustrating the inspiring ability of insects. Each episode, our entomologist ecologist will describe a little friend or fiend, and I will illustrate a corresponding character. They might be a superhero or part of a fantasy adventure party. We'll see where this bug takes us. How you doing today, Kelly? Oh, I'm doing okay. How are you, Amanda? I- I'm doing all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So seeing as it's our first episode, Kelly, why don't you tell us, how'd you get into bugs? Were you a bug kid growing up? Oh, boy. Um, I was an everything kid growing up. Uh, my my dad was very welcoming of, of wildlife, and he designed his uh, garden to kind of attract insects and birds. And I lived in the middle of the Pine Barrens in New Jersey, in the middle of nowhere. So I would come home carrying snakes and bugs and fish and Whatever I could get my grubby little hands on. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so you, wildlife has been a long time thing for me. Uh, we were here in the Pacific Northwest, have a lot of gardener snakes, a lot of frogs, those mm. sorts of things. And my mother kind of begrudgingly allowed us to explore those things. So I was definitely an animal kid growing up, but I've become less of an animal kid as an adult. Uh, and I'd love to get back to that space where I was just super into animals all the time. And now I've got a three-year-old son and he's starting to get to that, that bug phase. He oh, pulled over that. a bug encyclopedia the other day. It was like, mom, what's a stag beetle? And I was like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole thing. Let's get into it. You know? Oh, it's really fun with kids. Um, I, I don't have kids of my own, but <clears throat> my friends have children and they're always, oh, and Kelly, what's this bug? And Kelly, what's this spider? Uh, and Kelly, we need to have a funeral for this spider. You know oh, how yes. kids do. Uh, I definitely remember quite a few funerals for what we called woolly bullies. I don't know what their real name oh, is, but they're yeah. those little caterpillars that are just fuzzy and black and orange. Woolly bears. They're called woolly bears. bears. Okay. We yeah, called them yeah. woolly bullies. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of colloquial names for them. So it's Yes. Uh, we had many a funeral for those because I was insistent that I could keep them alive in a shoebox, but it turns out you really can't. <laughs> no. It's the thought <laughs> that counts, right? <laughs> so this podcast started from a conversation you had with my brother, Derek. Uh, right. Right. So Derek and I were on our way to a, a comic convention to give a talk. Uh, Derek, our lovely producer, um, he had editor. So he, he and I give talks at comic conventions on superheroes and how the animals or plants they're named after work in relation to a superhero's ability. So Spider-Man is probably one of our favorites to talk about. And um, so what is the spider sense, right? What, how does a spider feel the world? How do they sense threats? Um, how do Spider-Man's webs match up with an actual spider's webbing ability? And spiders have about eight different webbing types. So it kind of stemmed from that discussion. And you're qualified to talk about that because you have a very fancy degree in a very fancy thing about how spiders, spiders and see the world. I, I, I do. I suppose it's 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 fancy. I have I have a master's degree and my uh, in ecology and evolutionary biology. But my my research focused on arthropod sensory abilities. See, all I all I heard there was fancy, 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 <laughs> bug, fancy, fancy, bug, bug, fancy. That's fair. Um, senses. I hope you heard senses, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <but> fancy, <laughs> senses, fancy, bug, senses, bug, bug, fancy. Excellent. 
and I'm working on a PhD right now um, about mosquitoes and how their their systems and biology. Wow, I mean, get it, girl. You're out there. You're working. You're you're <laughs> Thanks, doing Amanda. it. <laughs> you're living the dream, that buggy dream. Nine year old me would have been very excited. <laughs> So in your convention talk, you talk about how Spider-Man is a hero with these bug powers. We're using the term bug pretty freely here. Yeah, bug is fine. Because, you know, I know technically it's supposed to be like, a bug sucks blood or something like that. But we're just using it free and easy, the casual use of bug to be a creepy crawly thing. And my three and a half year old is just entering that bug phase Mm -hmm. and his dad is so upset about it because his dad hates creepy crawlies oh no Um, so between his love of spider-man which my husband also loves spider-man so and i'm a comic book illustrator so i obviously also love spider-man so we love spider-man and it just gets you thinking like your convention speech like what other bugs are left untapped to be superheroes? Because there's some cool bugs out there. As I open up these books to read to my son, I'm like, why isn't there a hero that can, you know, make these super sounds that you can see from far away? Where's the firefly uh, Mm -hmm. bug who can blind you with his blast of light? So part of this premise of this podcast is to talk about like what superhero could be spawned from these other bugs and their great power sets. Right. And I think we have so many options. Oh, yeah. Our first one is ladybugs. And Mm -hmm. we should acknowledge that there is already a ladybug superhero out there. Miraculous ladybug, I believe it's called. I've seen a few episodes. It's French. It's very cute. But she has nothing to do with ladybugs. I believe she has luck powers, which kind of comes back (laughs) to ladybugs being lucky. Yeah, Um, that's part of their folklore. That's cute, though. That's a cute superhero. She's lucky. Yeah, People love it. Again, I've only seen a few episodes. It's kind of in between my age demos of the same six episodes of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse a uh, hundred times a day and, <laughs> and the adult <laughs> things I want to watch. So uh, so I missed the boat on that one a little bit. Uh, so she, she has bug powers in the sense that she kind of uses more of the ladybug as like a totem animal. Oh, and okay. that, like it's, it's representative of her power, which is good luck. Um, but let's try and make a character that's a little bit more buggy than... <sighs> The miraculous ladybug who's <laughs> more ladybug little... focused. Yeah, yeah. Not just like a cute schoolgirl in Paris, you know. <laughs> you know how it is. Okay, so I've got my drawing pad here. Let's start with some like basic things. Uh she's a ladybug to me is such a cute little bug. Little oh, sure. round. Little... So I think she should be a cute character, but maybe that's just because I like to draw cute things. Um I mean, she can be cute on the outside, but as we I think as we discuss ladybugs, you'll find they're not not quite as cute as you might think they are. Oh, yeah. So. True girl power then. So, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming this character will be female just because we're, you know, that's the cliche, isn't it? Ladybugs. You we could discuss the uh, <laughs> the, well, the complicated relationship male... we have with ladies. Yeah, there are male and female ladybugs. That's not yeah a, the representation yeah. <laughs> of uh, the the ladybug in a Bug's Life, where it's a male character who is treated like a lady, reads very differently <laughs> in 2022 than it yeah. did in like 97 or whatever when that movie came out. But we that's that's a discussion for another time. Oh my god, was that the late 90s already? Jeez. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Pixar has oh. been 
cranking those puppies out for a long time. Look out for Bugs Life 2. Oops, all dinosaurs or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. you know. Oops, all ladybugs. Oops, all ladybugs. They've, they've been invaded by aphids. They need the ladybugs to come and eat oh, everything. Our producer is correcting us. It's 1998. That's oh, still, oh still no. Late. They're going to take away my Disney card. My, my <laughs> Disney adult card is getting ripped up by the mouse as oh, we speak. So I guess we I guess we can start with the name. So ladybugs are, come from the family Coccinellidae, as you, you mentioned in the opener, Amanda. It comes from Coccinius, which is Latin for scarlet. And most of the ladybugs we see are red, uh, but they do come in a variety of colors. They can be yellow, orange. Uh, there's a purple iridescent type, which is very cool. It's tropical. They can also be brown, black, or like gray. So I don't know what color you want to use for your superhero ladybug. Yeah, I think the, the classic is red. I'm just using a pencil and paper. Let me shake it on the microphone here so you can see that I'm a real <laughs> artist with real things. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i don't have any colors with me i just have paper and pencil so i would i would say use your imagination oh. to whatever color suits your mind best uh i would go with the classic red there's a lot of red, red. superheroes it seems yeah. like the obvious thing to do and their colors fade with age and so do their spots so depending on oh, our, really? the age of our ladybug it would be a little bit different oh as a kid growing up the rumor was always more spots equal older bug but as an adult, that seems infeasible. Yeah. <laughs> there are many different species of ladybug, and they have uh, varying numbers of spots. There are actually about 5,000 species of ladybug worldwide. What? So, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to choose from. My gosh. Okay. So is there, a, is there a, a number of spots I should watch out for? Like, don't touch a seven-spotted ladybug. She will <laughs> bite the crap out of you. Because I know that there's like an Asiatic beetle or something that looks yeah. like a ladybug, but will fight you. Well, there, there's the introduced Asian uh, ladybug and they can be a little bit bitey. Sometimes oh. they're a little bit more aggressive, uh, but ba uh, back to the color. So they're this really bright color to warn predators that they are toxic. We oh. call that a posematism in ecology but i won't jargon you with that well yeah you gotta throw in some of your fancy fancy bug language <laughs> what is the point of this level of education <laughs> if you can't show a, you know a pleb like me what's up <laughs> with the language actually i feel yeah, like that's exactly. most of my degree is just learning a second language of uh <laughs> bug terms you know <laughs> so if you're into bugs you know here's our first piece of bug advice from us to you if you're into bugs, start taking your Latin courses in high school so you can be ready to pronounce all these bug names and impress it's your true. friends. It's true. I took German in high school and I wish I had taken Latin. That's that's the way to do it. Cut ahead of the grain here. No, I'm taking Latin. It's a dead language, but apparently it lives on. I've been to plenty of uh, conferences and how to pronounce certain insect um, Latin names is a hot topic and you'll get fighting. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, and the ladybug in particular just has so many names. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, ladybird, lady beetle, harlequin beetle, um, our, our ladies beetle. Uh, it started out as, as um, Freya Hunya in um, old Norse. And Freya is one of their, uh, their goddesses. And they were called Freya's hens. 
And then as we the conversion period started and the Christians were converting the Nordic people, they changed it to... Converting being a very um, gentle term for what they gentle, did. <laughs> gentle. Uh, well, the, the Norse folks converted much later and it was actually a little bit more more gentle than some other parts of Europe. But that, that's right, a whole I'll, other I'll podcast, right? This time, okay. <laughs> but after the conversion, they started calling them Our Lady's Beetle in honor of the Virgin Mary. So it's, she's got some folklore going on there. So being colorful usually denotes some sort of I'm venomous, I'm poisonous, don't eat me, it's going to be a bad time. What is it called? Aposmatism. Aposmatism. So the aposmatism is so that you don't eat them. What is it about them that's so nasty that they don't? Is that true of ladybugs as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, you'll notice the adults and the larvae of ladybugs are, are brightly colored. Uh, the larvae are usually like reddish and a black and red stripe. Um, and it's because they're nasty. They're really nasty. Birds don't want to eat them. Um, and it's it's part of the, that grossness comes from their hemolymph. And uh, hemolymph is uh, our, our term for bug blood, basically. Ooh, ooh. Pumps through their little bug parts. Um, and their bug blood is particularly toxic to the point where they use it as a defense mechanism and excrete it or, or push it through their joints. Oh. So if you're a ladybug superhero, should be able to bleed oh, through no. its knees. Oh, oh, right. All right. <laughs> I'm writing this down. I, I don't know how helpful Get that, that would in be there. for finding yeah. crime. But here it is. <laughs> bleeding knees. Her first power is, of course, bleeding knees. <laughs> toxic toxic bleeding needs. Oh yeah, and uh, the larvae actually exude it through their abdomen, so they have bleedy tummies. Oh, oh, so from the get go, you're like, don't eat me. I'm nasty. I'm covered in, I don't know what color, ladybug blood is. <laughs> I assume not red. I, I, but I could be wrong about it's, that. It's not. It's not red. It's. I think it's like yellow. Yeah, yeah. It's yellow. But yeah, so they have this this toxic yellow blood essentially, and they'll push it through their joints to to hopefully deter predators. Some things do eat them, like dogs will occasionally eat a ladybug oh. and then have a bad time in their mouth. Oh. It it doesn't hurt them too bad, but it's it's pretty it hurts ladybug pretty bad. It, it's cost it's caustic. Yeah, the <laughs> ladybug doesn't make it usually. No, usually <laughs> it's a one way trip. So we just released a whole bag is the only way i could describe it of ladybugs into our garden <laughs> after being in the oh, refrigerator for a few days put them out sun got them and they just swarmed in these big piles of ladybugs all over our garden oh yeah ladybugs are very gregarious they love to come together social um, bugs they they got the social bug those those ladybugs they're not social they they come together for mating and they come together to overwinter so ladybugs will hide under siding or on the sides of trees to overwinter and then they'll they'll come back out in the spring usually like when the weather hits around 75 degrees or so that's like peak peak ladybug wake up time all right so you released a, a bunch of ladybugs in your your garden why why did you do this uh I did it because it was a gift from my brother I recently had a baby <laughs> and we call her ladybug Aww, for a variety of that's reasons. Very cute. There's a lot. There, <laughs> I don't need to get into like the story of why we call her Ladybug. Because uh, it's, you know, one of those. You should have named her Megatron. <laughs> oh. I Welcome to the podcast, Derek. Uh, 
<laughs> uh, I didn't name her Megatron, despite multiple people telling me, well, you could just call her Meg, <laughs> which would work better oh, if I liked the name Meg more. Like, if I'd been like, yeah, I'll name her Meg. It'll be great. But no, we named we named her a name that can be shortened to Ladybug. And we call her Ladybug. So my brother gave me a bag of Ladybugs as, you know, uh, what is a Ladybug bag if not biodegradable confetti? <laughs> which it's very important that you not spread confetti outside. It's bad for the environment. I'd much rather just throw some ladybugs. ladybugs and confetti. People, yeah. It's going to be the new trend. People are going to get married and they'll be coming out of the church and people will just be throwing <laughs> ladybugs in their face. Here's some ladybugs. Ladybugs. Imagine a world. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. I, we, we released um, butterflies at our, at our wedding. Oh, so I get it with the bug release. Ladybugs would have been great because there's so many of them. <laughs> just, just throw them. No more rice. Oh, no yeah. more myths about pigeons exploding from rice tummy. We're just going straight. Oh God, ladybugs to the face. That's yeah. If well, if I could, if I had a marriage to plan, this would be my new plan. It would be just <laughs> bugs. You don't have to worry about them dying in the box or anything. Just bugs. <laughs> I will. I ask because they're generally used as um as pest control in your garden. So if you have a lot of aphids, you can release ladybugs and they'll like go to town on those aphids and they eat other things too. But aphids is, is the one I that. know. Is, is it primarily aphids that they're going for? It, they seem to have a, a, a drive to destroy uh, aphids destroy in them. particular. Aphids must go. <laughs> they actually lay their eggs in aphid colonies so that when their offspring hatch, they've got food like right oh, there. Oh man, infiltrated from the very beginning. Oh yeah. So ladybugs, despite their their cute appearance, are very much a, a predator, an apex predator of your garden. <laughs> oh, they are. They're they're fantastic. Um, not not all ladybugs are are carnivorous. There are some. The uh, Mexican bean ladybug. What that a cute name! Herbivorous. It's adorable. <laughs> it's very very cute. But most of them, when we think of ladybugs, yeah, they're out there eating eating other insects. Have you seen Amanda? And I, I think I hope we can get a photo of this up somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, have you ever seen the larva of a ladybug? I, I think I have. I think I've seen them. They're incy weensy, as if my memory serves. And they're like, they look nothing like a ladybug. You'd never know that this no. is. Bugs are, are so capable of that, of looking like one thing and then just having uh, a glow up in their college years. Damn, <laughs> they're someone else now. Don't talk to them about who they were before. That person's dead. I think ladybugs might be the ultimate glow up. Yeah. You're right for a, an insect because their larvae looks like uh, crazy. They look crazy is the only way I can describe it. Like tiny little spiny alligators in bug form. Oh, a spiny alligator can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because she's dead. She's a ladybug now. She's rocking out to T Swift. She's beautiful. She's, beautiful. she's bright. She's thriving. She's lost those spines. She's short and round. She's loving it. We've <laughs> accidentally she, turned she, this ladybug episode into a very. She's perfect in every way. Like, yes, live, girl, live. Yes. She's listening to Lizzo. She's still. Still bleeding out of her knees. She's bleeding out of her happening. knees. But you know, to embrace the body you're in, says the ladybug. <laughs> no body shaming this lady. Oh, I love them. I love them even more now. Thanks, Amanda. <laughs> so so we should make due to our conversation less than bug powers. We should make this a, a voluptuous oh, she, oh, oh definitely. yeah. She's a, she's a 
She's a thick queen. She'll have curves. Mm-hmm. She, <laughs> she is a thick She's queen. A thick queen. Oh boy. Or he. Or he. he or too. he. There are plenty of because yeah. we don't want to get stuck into the 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 cliches here of making it always always a lady <laughs> ladybug. What is your? How is your drawing? Okay. Going? Oh yeah. Well, I'll show you. Is it good? I, the beauty of why we chose to do a the drawing on a podcast later, but, yeah. might be up for debate. Uh, <laughs> So I've given her some curly Q antenna. I'll describe for the listeners. Some curly Q antenna because she's cute. And that's cute. Uh, I've given her a phone because she likes to get together, but she doesn't really, she doesn't really need to socialize with you. She just wants you to be near her, which is a phone to me. (laughs) The parasocial uh, uh, love of our phones. She's on Ladybug book, bug book, uh, posted away. Bug book? Bug book. She's thick. She's kind. She's living her best life. Uh, she is bleeding from her knee, a toxic, bleeding knee. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Her her antennae should be kind of short. Oh, short and squatty. Okay. They don't have long antennae. They have pretty short antennae. Everything about and, her. And uh, the ends of her feet should be forked. They have oh. little fork feet. Little forky feet. Okay, great, great, great. What's their eyesight like? Is it comparable to other bugs? Should she be wearing little goggles? Is she <laughs> glasses? Just the thickest glasses possible because she can't see. She's hunting down those aphids somehow. <laughs> she is. She is. But ladybugs have compound eyes like most other insects. They have a very short distance that they can see pretty clearly. So they can't see distance at all. Just a close up. Uh, and ladybugs are colorblind. So she can't see in color. She might see need some fancy goggles to fix the color blindness. Oh, there we go. So we have a phone in one hand. Mm-hmm. What should go in the other hand? Oh, a glass of wine. Definitely a glass of wine. A glass of wine? Yeah, yeah. So um, frequently in wineries, you're no one's going to want to hear this, but you're, you're going to get a small amount of bugs in your wine. That's just how it's going to be. Oh. Yeah. So. <laughs> Get a little, get a little protein with your Pinot. Oh, delicious! Um, <laughs> Just my buggy Pinot. It's a real buggy Pinot. Buggy here. Pinot. Uh, and generally, you would never taste that. It's not a big deal. I'm sure you've heard the rumors. We eat how many pounds of insects in our food or whatever per year. Oh, and it's the same. For right? Wine. There's like a uh, an acceptable margin of bug parts in any amount of food. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. S- um, sorry, listeners problem- with weak stomachs. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope you're not hungry. <laughs> Eat your granola bars <laughs> with a grain of salt. But the, the the thing with ladybugs, because of their their kind of toxic hemolymph, that nasty knee blood coming at you, uh, it makes the wine taste awful, like really awful. So there is a, a much lower threshold for acceptable amount of ladybug parts in your wine. Oh, my gosh. So their nasty little knee blood is coming once again to ruin the wine, <laughs> but ladybug don't care she's living that best life wine in one hand phone in the other she's she's thick she's happy (laughs) she's doing it so we i'm drawing her forward but i think we should address how many spots she would have and i'll draw a little bit of her her back view here oh i'd love to see that yeah is there a most common number of spots to my brain would be somewhere between four and ten maybe yeah i i would say probably seven. Oh, um when we think ladybug especially the the particular type named after mary that's that one had seven spots um but they can have 
Yeah, it's and it's which is a lucky number. Yeah, is that tied to the luckiness yeah. at all, or is that just one of those happy coincidences? I th- I'm not sure on the folklore on that. I think it may be partially happy coincidence, partially the. Uh, so this will sound also crazy. There was a link between ladybugs and their spots at seven and the stars in the Pleiades. That was kind of a link, I think, again, made in Northern Europe. So seven is kind of a big number for lots of reasons. Oh, it's just one of those numbers that comes up a lot. But you can have 16 spots. You can have, you know, three spots. You can have no spots. Some ladybugs don't have spots at all. <gasps> My gosh. I know. No one likes those. Scandalous. They're going against the branding <laughs> here. And if if superheroes are anything, it's committed to the branding. You you got to be I mean, Bruce Wayne did not take that lightly when no. in business school. I assume he went to business school cuz he runs a whole business. I don't think he did. I think he just inherited it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Bruce, you're going to run the business into the ground. Well, if he did go to business school, he only paid attention on that first day, syllabus day. And the only thing he heard the teacher say was it's important to have strong branding because he has certainly done that. Everything under the sun can be and will be baditized. And I think That's I true. think ladybugs would also be one of those characters that would be very easy to brand everything as a ladybug. Oh, absolutely. You got your bug um, phone we, And people love them. Well, it's... People again, love them. I gotta come back to, it's such a cute little bug. Some bugs... They are cute. Controversial opinion, and I know you'll disagree. Some bugs are just nasty looking. They're just nasty. <laughs> and a ladybug is not one of those. Um, I'm trying to think of what I would consider the nastiest looking bug. Maybe a fish fly? They look kind of prehistoric. I don't know what that is, but I'm sure there'll be an episode about it eventually in which I am forced to look at images I do not want to look at. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to draw some pretty gnarly. Oh, I'm, I'm gnarly ready. I'm here. Dudes. I'm ready to <laughs> draw a villain who eats his young in times of need. <laughs> oh, that's so many. That's, that's so, so many. many <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> eat your young you're automatically a villain i'm sorry that i don't make the rules i mean i do on this podcast but in other places of life i don't (laughs) well uh speaking of um eating eating their young uh, (laughs) ladybugs actually produce extra eggs that are infertile so if they are laying their eggs in a space where there's not a lot of aphids or other prey animals to eat, they lay a series of infertile eggs so that when the fertile eggs hatch, they have immediate food. So there's always a, I would say your ladybug should be resourceful. Oh, she, she should have backup she's plans. She's got backup plans on plans on plans. She's here you go. My <laughs> precious baby angel. Have some eggs for breakfast. <laughs> Welcome to the world. Let's go viciously hunt down an entire colony of, yeah. of little green guys. They gotta go. They gotta go. Oh, I can't wait to talk about um, some other bugs that are uh, excellent mothers. Um, you don't get good time. You too. don't have that. They don't have that uh, reputation of being good moms. No, no, but some are. Um, ladybugs, they lay their eggs and they they peace out. They're not, well, later. They're not involved. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I know some humans like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> bye. <laughs> Didn't even leave any eggs for breakfast. Hold on, let me, let me get some details on this thing real fast. Sorry, I'm just adding some. It must be hard to draw while we're talking. Is that tough? It's not It's not too bad. Um, like I said, I was a teacher for many years, and you got to learn how to draw and 
talk at the same time when you're doing that in particular because you can't stop and and draw or, or that's all you'll yeah. be doing and that's not really feasible okay so let's check back in with our girl on paper here she's got her short and flirty haircut because you gotta oh perfect she's got her phone she's got her wine she's living her best life she's got a thick round body big goggles and of course more important than anything the bleedy knees oh perfect and i know we said bleedy knees because it's really funny but um it's joints in general she'll push that stuff through all of her joints and and unfortunately for for those around her you can develop an allergy you can become allergic to ladybugs yeah yeah which is pretty gnarly oh you can actually become allergic to a lot of insects um i know someone who became allergic to butterflies because of the the uh, scales on their wings oh interesting the little scales yeah. just rubbed her the wrong way <laughs> yeah and I'm, I'm fairly allergic to a particular uh, genus of mosquito because I've been bitten by them too many times. So the whole idea of so it happens. Us building a slow immunity could go either way. You're going to get... Yeah, yeah. Either you're going to become awry. totally immune to this or it has become even more poisonous than ever. <laughs> so that's everything that springs to mind for me for Ladybug. So let's pop on over to listener questions. We have a listener question from uh, six-year-old Emily in Arizona. She wants to know if there are any blue ladybugs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's the uh, steel blue ladybug found in Australia. They're kind of a dark iridescent blue. Very, very pretty. Um, No spots on that one. Oh, so as far as that's the thing without the spots, it just feels like a more regular beetle. I feel like it just, it just feels like a just lame old like beetle, a regular it? beetle without those spots. But <laughs> Emily in Arizona, the answer to your question is yes. Ladybugs do come in blue. Just hop on over to Australia. Uh, what is it? The land down under. They're waiting for you there with <laughs> their blue ladybugs and a whole slew of other incredibly poisonous animals and venomous as well. <laughs> The ladybug fits right in then with her bleeding knees. It does. It's perfect. She's in Australia holding her own. (laughs) Thank you, Emily. Thanks for the question. If you have any questions you'd like to send us, you can email us at bugsneedheroes at gmail.com. We're always excited to get questions from you guys. We're always excited to answer them to the best of our ability. We hope that you'll send those in. So I think that about wraps us up for Ladybugs and episode one. We did it. We did it. First episode. High fives all around. All right. I'm going to celebrate with a glass of wine. (laughs) Go bleed from your knees. Have a glass of wine. Text your friends. uh, Text them about this podcast. Let them know. We'll be back. We hope you'll be back. Come back for more buggy buggy facts. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bugs Need Heroes is created by Derek Conrad and Kelly Zimmerman, hosted by Amanda Allen Nide and Kelly Zimmerman. Bugs Need Heroes is produced and edited by Derek Conrad. Our music is Ladybug Castle by Roll Music. All art is provided by Amanda Allen Nide. Got a bug question? Email us at bugsneedheroes at gmail.com. Check us out on bugsneedheroes.com for the visual companion to our episodes with the artwork of the bug-related heroes. We also have an Instagram, Twitter, and subreddit under the Bugs Need Heroes name. Thanks for coming by.
it, it was always so soothing at the end of an episode. Just like, thanks for watching, Arthur. PBS Kids is brought to you by...